Hello dear listeners, I am Shalu Jaglan. I am Dyutma. And we welcome you all to another episode of Carrera and Beyond, a podcast series brought to you by Pinnacle, the Department of BA program, Miranda House. Today we have someone who is a promising young entrepreneur. He started his journey at the young age of 17 and is now a well-known name in the industry. We have him with us to know all about his journey and his learnings from the entrepreneurial world. Let's welcome Mr. Aditya Arora, CEO of Fard Networks and an alumnus of University of Delhi. Thank you so much for joining us, sir. Thank you so much, Jyotima and Shalu uh, and Pinnacle for hosting me. It's a real pleasure being with all of you, uh, and I hope all of our listeners are keeping safe as well. And I look forward to this session. So to start with this segment sir we would like to hear something about you and your journey of becoming a successful entrepreneur at this very young age so like when did you unleash this passion of yours and what were your initial thoughts like uh, well that's a very interesting question uh, dyutima because you know, when you are growing early in life and so much things so much things are happening all at once you never know when is that transition point or when is that point where Yeah, your life transforms into another vertical altogether, right? And for me as well, it started in the same manner. When I was seventeen, uh, I just uh, started working with this company called Monsters. Uh, we were basically helping companies upload their videos on YouTube. And I was just preparing investor reports. I was not doing a lot because I was still in class twelve, and I was very focused towards my academics. So I just gave it a shot uh, for experience, more for a learning at that point of time. And we ended up selling that company. uh so there's a lot of luck as well in which the potential has been unleashed into a new vertical altogether and then when that company got sold that was the first surprise that hit me uh but the second surprise was that the founders they liked my work so much in uh, even though i did not work for a lot of period of time i was not full time i was just a class 12 student they liked my work so much that they ended up giving me stakes in that company that's where the results started coming and i earned a lot of money out of it because we 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 uh, we uh, sold the company for a fortune right and that's right. where it hit yeah. me that okay life is so unpredictable and you should maybe try out things you haven't done before and that's where mm-hmm. the entrepreneurial bug bit me and since then in turning with fard uh, at the age of 90 and becoming the ceo by the age of 21 is is nothing short of a miracle for me because uh, i've always believed that age is just number but what to do with your age is what that matters in that's the motto that carries me every day where i work with these startups and uh, i ended up uh, running the company all together so yeah um, the unleashed the potential was unleashed when i decided that i would not walk into a straight path all together i would mm-hmm. try to experiment with my life thank you for answering that sir you are the ceo of far networks why is something like far needed in the industries of today so uh, far is is basically an early stage investor network for startups so simply put uh, we are investing money in startups through the syndicated capital of all our investors we all put in our capital together and we put that money in startups uh, an organization like far is needed because a majority percentage of startups do not grow ahead because of lack of funding and within the first 3 years 3 to 5 years of starting their enterprises we see about 90% of the startups failing and a primary dominant factor of that is not able to get access to capital 
better capital and quality of capital and that's where the problem we are solving at fund where we are coming together with a bunch of angel investors we are making new angel investors from india every day uh, and we are solving the problem of investing uh, in risky markets as well and also on the startup side we are solving the problem of early stage capital because this capital that we provide builds the dream and foundation of the startup very well explained sir and i hope that people do understand the importance of such initiatives moving on we would like to know that why did you choose entrepreneurship over a job or studies what were the major reasons behind that uh, it's a chicken and egg question shalu for me uh, did i choose entrepreneurship or did entrepreneurship choose me right and i'm still figuring that answer out for myself because when i started it started out all as an exploration it started out as an internship right and that internship became a full time role and then full time role became the executive head of a company so uh, the reason i went ahead and continued with fard was just to trust that i want to create impact with the work i do i want to be heard i want to see that whatever i am doing is helping someone to escalate their performance or meet their needs and that's where far a company like far fit in perfectly because at the end of the day we are fulfilling the dreams of early stage entrepreneur and we are creating impact in the in, in the ecosystem so that's where i decided that let me do entrepreneurship let me do something of my own i'm not that sort of person who is happy with a 9 to 5 job i am that sort of a person who takes the initiative who has a creative bent of mind and who takes the management uh, initiative head on and that's where i decided that i want to continue my stint with entrepreneurship and not go do away with job or a masters forever right so like do you ever go back and you know think again that what if i would have continued my studies or something like that so does that thought come in your mind again uh it does it does or uh, automatically uh, when you don't walk a certain path uh, you hmm. walk the other path it does not mean yeah. that you don't you Dude. get your moments where you see what i have done but then i just remember it i am not repentful for it or i don't hmm. overthink about it that way. i mm-hmm. for even for sure know a fact that if i would have been a job oriented person if i would, if i would have been doing my job i would have been interning in the company which i am funding right now so who at who is at a better position and obviously without doing the thing you putting capital in a company is at a much better position than being an intern in the same right right so, right That's very inspiring, sir, and I'm sure that some of our listeners would have definitely taken tips from this experience and thought process of yours. So, proceeding further, we know that your startup helps other startups by providing them with money. So, what challenges did you face in establishing the startup, and how difficult was it to get investors for the same? Challenges are a multifold whenever you start an organization, and when you start an investment organization, it multiplies. so not coming from an investment background at all i have no godfather in fact i'm the first entrepreneur from my entire family right that was the biggest okay. challenge because mm-hmm. i had no line of learning i had no line of capital and um, uh, i had built everything out of scratch every investor that is investing right now in fard has been built out of scratch has been brought from the ecosystem right so mm-hmm. that's where the challenge with me even my both my partners they are all very old to me you know as they are, one is 5 years old and on the other is about 10 so that's where the age difference is working with them learning from them and also not learning that much because you are the executive head of a company right you need to show action as well 
so that's where i had need i struggled to initially put my own expertise as well and also managing everything with college right you had i went to a business college and the environment there is very different so managing all of that all of the assignments projects case studies along with a full uh, an organization at a full time role that was very very difficult so these are the couple of challenges and uh, without being said uh, distance was the biggest challenge my college for two years was in east delhi i used to stay in north delhi and my uh, far far's office was in south delhi so all three different parts of delhi and i used to travel to all of these places at once uh, in a single day indeed a difficult task sir but you managed to make it a successful one now that we know that entrepreneurship is a risky field to be in so what skills according to you one must possess to be a successful entrepreneur see entrepreneur is that person for me who when falling down flies with the wings up right who takes the leap when let's say he's he or she is trying to hit the rock bottom so an entrepreneur is not just risk taking that is the classical definition you would you would find everywhere that they take more risk but they take more calculated risk not just taking risk for the sake of it without even having a plan for it so someone who seizes on on an opportunity latches on to it makes the full use of it while taking calculated risk is an entrepreneur uh, on the vision side that person should definitely be a visionary because the early days when you are building some something you don't find the results from day one the results are always there in the long term so uh, he he or she has to be visionary um has to be a team player and also has to have a creative yet patient bent of mind has to be creative but also has to be patient that it takes time it takes time for anything to come up definitely so and as jim ron says if you're not willing to risk the unusual you will have to settle for the ordinary so coming on to your social media campaign education yatra please tell us something about it education yatra was more of a personal initiative for me rather than a full on out campaign right uh, because education yatra even if you go till date you won't even find a social media page to it you won't even find one volunteer under it it was all an initiative because when i used to travel to college in east delhi it's, it's a slum area right it's surrounded by a lot of slums nearby and that's where i saw that the kind of education that is there is 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 the kind of conditions first these people live in are very abject and then i just noticed that out and i had some time from a class so i visited one of these villages i talked to a couple of people and i was surprised to see that an eighth class kid even did not know what a 2 plus 2 is and that's when i realized that even if they pass class 12 the very purpose of education is failing because they're not learning knowledge they are just passing grades and that's where we uh, we fail that's when i started education yatra as a motive where i would just go to these places and i was i would just teach to children and that was more of a personal cause and there was no name to it as well but then from one village uh, i started it grew up it grew up to about 50 villages then the ngos as well uh, the partner ngos as well they started supporting me um we had so much um, teach for india and all these uh, ngos which are working in the education sector and then it became uh, a full full force of uh, students about 1500 students were working and studying under under me and that's when people started noticing it i won the microsoft top 15 chain makers award in the country for that i was the youngest uh and this was a highly prestigious awards because we had nobel laureates like uh, kailash satyarthi as well on the list 
so that's when the impact grew and but it all started as a personal initiative to be very honest that's really remarkable sir and reminds me of this very apt quote by nelson mandela that education is the most powerful weapon you can use to change the world so now that your startup is performing so well we would like to know that according to you what are some of the most common mistakes that striving entrepreneurs commit and how can they be avoided okay uh there are plenty of mistakes and also myths around entrepreneurship if i would say right uh right, right. Hmm. couple of a couple of common mistakes that entrepreneurs do is that first they look for capital right from day one and mm-hmm. that is where we, where they go wrong so an investor an angel investor would not put in capital from day one because they would like to see some sort of results coming in they would also like to see that you are also investing capital in this you also have confidence in, in this if you go to an angel investor and you say i have not invested anything in this business the angel investor would get a reputation that even you are not confident about this business so how can you ask me for money right and that's where the first mistake comes in second mistake comes in that all the entrepreneurs focus on a copy copycat solution model right they would see mm-hmm. an uber doing this they would try to replicate the model in some some form of the other uh, they don't realize that models can always be replicated but the execution and vision can always be you can copy models but you can't copy the vision and execution of that person so that is the second mistake they do and um third mistakes so there are plenty of mistakes but the common mistake i would i would do uh, the third most common mistake that they do is they don't build a good team around it they always think that it's a it's a lone journey i can i can uh, pass all these mountains mountains by myself and that's where they go wrong it's a journey where you have to have a lot of challenges a lot of decisions that that need to be made and a lot of hard decisions so it's always better to get a second person on board and that's if that second person is from a different domain is from a different skill set let's say one person in management the other is technology that's when um the magic happens because then you work as a team and the the only aspect in which angel investors put in capital is the team so you need to build a good team around as well these are the two three mistakes common mistakes you've seen uh venture capital uh, industry doing at large totally so and these tips will be really helpful for all of us who aspire to be an entrepreneur someday going a little deeper into the same question sir a lot of students do not have much experience in the field of business so what advice would you give them so that they are able to take their ideas further uh, first of all i would say that um, business uh, in particularly our youth right there are a lot of myths that you think that maybe entrepreneurship is not stable right entrepreneurship is very risky you can make or break your life you uh, with entrepreneurship and maybe you don't want to take that risk but what i would like to say is that maybe job is not that stable as well and these current times are a perfect testament uh, we have seen so many layoffs happening we are even not sure that till what time can our companies can our recruiting companies be able to afford our salaries so nothing in life is stable and it's always a risk that you take so sometimes that risk becomes the life defining moment the other time it becomes failure and even if it becomes failure you always come out of it so what i would like to tell to uh, the the youth through your uh, platform is that embrace more of creativity and don't look at look at entrepreneurship as just a career option look it at uh, look at it as a as a lifestyle right as a way of thinking as a way of doing um and uh, do talk to people around uh, 
in the ecosystem but don't make your impressions with what you read on the internet the ground reality of everything of the internet is very different so talk to people around who are experienced who've been there done that and that's where you will see things changing for you very well explained sir and talking of advice sir who was your mentor when you started out and which entrepreneur do you idolize the most so uh, my mentors uh, as per se there is no poster book mentor for me uh, there is not someone that i take the name very often or i idolize there have been a lot of supporting people in my life and they have been their source of my my source of inspiration in their own little ways but i would i would like to say my partners have been very motivating and supporting in my entire journey as in giving your dream giving your baby to a 19 year old boy not even out of college and just giving him to run the company at large it's a very tough decision that you take and they were very generous enough uh, they they now they tell in a very joking uh, manner that they saw something in me back then that they thought that i would i would be able to do do this and that's when they sort of placed confidence in me so that they those two are definitely the 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 motivating figures in my life uh, and apart from that in terms of people that i uh closely follow is mr ratan tata uh i idolize the sense of humility uh passion and um, the kind of simplicity he has and also tata as a company because they are making profits they are the biggest business house out there but they still work a lot for the society and we all know the example of ratan tata right how much philanthropy he does and he donates half of his salary to the underclass privileged uh, people so that's 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 my source of inspiration right a uh, very beautifully answered sir and before we finish this segment one last question that i would like to ask you is where do you see yourself in the next 10 years well i thought i'm not a job person so i don't have the answer for it because it's a very interview specific <laughs> question uh, but see dhyutima uh, inshallah life is so challenging uh that you don't even know what the next day would look like for you in entrepreneurship right and it's right now it's very difficult for me to predict what would be the next hour would i be sleeping or would i be calling but the next 10 years uh if i i'll, I'll not definitely not be diplomatic and dodge the question 10 years if i see myself i would be um doing what i'm passionate about and for me passion is about helping startups and also running uh, social initiative campaigns of my own side by side so that is something that i'll still keep on doing because i found the why of my why of my life early on i found that what excites me what interests me and i would like to continue with that and yeah you would see me after 10 years either investing in enterprises directly or working with the uh, slums working in slums education because i found that education is something that Uh, as you said in the code that with education you can change the world it's, it's a powerful weapon right pen is mightier than sword so with mm-hmm. that i would like to bring the little impact in the work that i can if and if in 10 years i i'm able to impact at least someone's life in some way or the other i would consider myself to be very successful at that point that's that's very thoughtful of you and as they say that life is not a problem to be solved but a reality to be experienced So on that note thank you so much sir for taking some time out and for sharing your life lessons with us it was an absolute delight talking to you so thank you so much thank you so much for having me here team pinnacle uh, really uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart and i hope 
uh, we all got to learn something from each other today and i look forward to more and more sessions with you guys definitely so with this it's a wrap for this segment of carrero and beyond stay tuned until we meet next thank you thank you